welcome to a special first edition of Brew Session with Marketing Essentials. So a little bit of background, we have been working on this podcast for quite a while and we are planning some other episodes to get us started. But with the coronavirus affecting pretty much everyone in the country, we thought it would be best if we just dove right in and started with some tips on the best way to work remotely. Because here at Marketing Essentials, our team members are allowed to work remotely almost exclusively. We're usually in the office required at least one day a week, but all of us have quite a bit of experience with working remote. I'm your host, Jenna, and I'm here with Jessica. Hey there. We're inviting you to join us every week with your favorite brew, whether that's a cup of coffee or something stronger, as we discuss everything digital marketing. So for your tip of the week, we are going to discuss strategies for working remotely. Yep. And like Jenna said, here at Marketing Essentials, most of us on the team are working remotely, whether that's at home, um, sometimes at a coffee shop or a place like that. Right now with the coronavirus and everything going on a lot, pretty much all of us have the option to work from home and are doing so. Um, So we thought we would give you some tips for making working remotely easier, especially if you've never done it before, because I know it can be a little bit challenging um, if that's not the way you typically work or if you just don't have experience doing that. So the first tip we want to give you is making sure you have the right tools. Um, Having the right tools for communication and staying organized is going to make a really big difference in how um, much work you're going to be able to get done and how productive you feel when you're working at home. So here at Marketing Essentials, um, one of the tools that we use to communicate with our team members um, and to kind of stay organized is the entire Google Suite. So if you use Gmail, you already have access to most of these tools and they're free. Um, So one of the ones that we use a lot and pretty much every day actually is Google Hangouts. Um, And these are virtual meetings, kind of like you might have used GoToMeeting or something like that. But this is a free option that you can set up through Google Calendar. Um, so that's something that we use a lot. Um, we also use here at Marketing Essentials Slack, which is an instant messaging um, app. There are free versions of that available. There are various other um, options as well. I know that um, Gmail actually has a free Gchat option as well. So that might be something that you use if you just want to send a quick message and talk to a teammate. Um, and the, kind of the most important thing that I'm getting at with this is keeping those lines of communication open with your teams. You might be used to, you know, just being able to go to their cubicle or to their office next door and talk. Um, But if you have the right tools set up when you're working remotely, you can still easily talk to somebody. Um, And I would say don't underestimate the power of just, you know, a simple phone call. Sometimes you just have to pick up the phone um, and that makes it a lot easier just to talk something out quickly. You might also consider, when you're thinking about communication, planning a quick, like a catch-up kind of meeting every morning um, where your team would maybe get on a phone call or a hangout or something, just so you can kind of quickly update each other about what's going on, um, if there's any issues or things that you need to talk about with your team. Um, We do this pretty much every morning for Marketing Essentials, and it's really helpful because it's just a good chance to hear what uh, other people are working on. Um, and make sure we have everything we need to work for that day. And I think a lot of times having that quick morning meeting um, definitely helps eliminate problems or more meetings during the day because you just figured everything out right then. All right. So the next tip we have is to choose a dedicated space for when you're working remotely. 
So if you have a home office, that's going to be the most ideal, but really any sort of space that you have set aside is fine. Remember, it doesn't have to be elaborate, especially if this is um, a short-term thing for you for working remotely. Even if you just have your dining room table set aside um, or maybe just a quiet space downstairs or in a bedroom that's not being used, as long as you have a spot to get your laptop up and running and it's free of all distractions, that's going to work best. So to that point, again, keeping yourself free from distractions is going to be so important when choosing this designated space. So some people struggle to work when others are either walking around or talking, etc. So if you know that you're going to have a significant other or kids around, a lot of times we find it helpful to have headphones in and have music going. That way, even if you can't be in a room with a closed door, you're somewhat eliminating the noise around you. And another tip is to have everything available that you need right from the get-go at this new home office space. So obviously your laptop is the most important and then a printer if you need one, a few standard office supplies such as pen and paper. And then also we find it really helpful if you set out ahead of time any snacks you know you're going to need, a glass of water, brew a cup of coffee beforehand, etc. That way when you dive in, your space is really ready to go. You're free of those distractions and you have everything you need to get started. Yeah, for sure. And one thing we'll kind of touch on a little bit later is um, when you talk about having a designated space, when I work from home, I actually have kind of two spaces. I have a standing desk set up. Um, so if I want to kind of move around a little bit and stretch, I can use that. I also sometimes just move to my kitchen table. Um, so one perk that I like about working from home is you can move around a little bit and it's easy. You don't have to fight over a space or, you know, go look for an empty spot. It's you can kind of set it up to however you work best. Yeah, that's actually such a great point, Jessica. I find myself when I have a bunch of days in a row that I'm working from home, every couple days I have to sort of get up and move where my designated space is because if I've been sitting four days in a row from my desk space that I have set up, I sort of get into a little bit of a funk. Uh, So like you said, I find myself gravitating towards maybe my kitchen table for a while or even a chair in my living room just because that change of space can sometimes spark that creativity that I find myself missing when I'm sitting for one period of time in one place. Yeah, for sure. Um, So we're going to kind of move on to the next topic. And as far as talking about moving around and kind of shaking things up, one thing that's really easy to do Um, when you're working from home or working remotely is kind of isolating yourself, especially if you're the only person um, or maybe the only adult in your home. So one thing that's really important to do when you're working remotely is remember to take breaks and and move around. Um, A lot of people want to just kind of keep their nose to the grindstone and keep working and they feel like I I can't look up, I'm going to be distracted. But when you do take those short little breaks, you know, maybe you just, you stretch out a little bit or take a walk around the block or something just to move a little bit. Um, that's going to actually help you be more productive. It'll get kind of your blood flowing and it'll, it's actually energizing for you. It's that might even give you the boost that you need to keep moving. Um, so don't be afraid to take little breaks. And if you find that you're getting kind of lonely or it just, you feel like you've been working by yourself for a long time, you know, just reach out to one of your coworkers or a quick phone call to a friend or something, just 
just remember that you're not by yourself, even if you are sitting, you know, in your, in your home, you can still talk to other people and, and feel connected to them. So this is actually some great advice that I need to take for myself because yes. as a developer, I find myself on days when I'm working from home and I have, you know, maybe no meetings or even just one meeting scheduled and I have time set aside ahead of me to work. I find it so easy to slip into the habit of like really getting into my work and not getting up to what make lunch or get a cup of coffee or just take a walk around. And after a few hours, I start to feel really burnt out. So some quick ways to do this. Um, if you're one of those people like me who really get caught up in the space you're in working and you can't tear yourself away, sometimes I even just set um, a timer or alarm on my phone, whether that's for every hour, every half hour, et cetera. That way you're just reminded, okay, I'm going to get up. I'm going to move around. Even if it's just for three to five minutes, walk around my house and do laps around my living room if it's snowing outside and then go back to working. And I find that having those alarms set really reminds me of getting up and moving around. Yeah, I think that's a great strategy, especially if you've ever read anything about, um, I think it's called like the Pomodoro technique. Basically, the idea is that your attention span only lasts for so long. So for a lot of people, that's like 90 minutes or two hours at most. Um, and there's actually timers you can find online that, that do that same thing that are set to go off after the 90 minutes or the two hours just to remind you to take a quick break and kind of refresh your head. Yep, absolutely. Um, so another tip we want to dive into and we sort of touched a little bit on this earlier, is how to effectively work if you have either kids at home and or significant others, or if you're just in a space where there's people other than your family who happen to be in your home. And I know some of you may run into this in the coming months um, if everything is looking the way it is with the coronavirus and maybe having to help out neighbors and have kids over of theirs, et cetera. Um, so again, that's where that designated designated space becomes really important. Um, so if you have your children home, for example, it's really setting those boundaries ahead of time that, okay, if mom's space is upstairs at the kitchen office during this time or for the next hour or two, you guys are to stay in the basement or in this room or here are some activities that you can do while I'm working and set really specific timelines if they're old enough to grasp that. So for example, my kindergartner knows well enough that if I say, okay, we're going to set a timer on the kitchen stove for an hour and you have this next hour to do these activities or you can watch TV or spend this hour how you want, but this is the hour I need to be uninterrupted, whether I have a call scheduled during that time or I just need some uninterrupted time. So another thing that I find to be helpful is schedule more frequent breaks to check in on your kids when they are home so that they don't feel like they need to bug you. <laughs> so while that may seem like common sense, I do find myself, like I said, when I get in those modes where I want to work for a couple hours at a time, I simply can't do that if I know my kids are going to be at home. So I get in the mindset that, okay, maybe it's every half hour or every hour, I'm going to get up, I'm going to have an intentional conversation with my kids, I'm going to redirect them to the next activity that they need to do, and then get back to my desk and go to what I'm working on. And I find that by having those frequent touches with them, they feel less of the urge to come up and bug me or climb up on my lap. 
Yeah. And I think the other side of that too, is just, you know, being aware and being respectful. Um, if your coworkers are in that situation, you know, whether they've chosen that or that just how it's working out right now, that their kids are home with them while they're working, you know, just a lot of times people, um, you know, when we're working remotely, if their kids are home, they'll say, Hey, just a heads up. If you hear any noise, kids are home today. Um, so it's just, you know, and just kind of be respectful of that. Um, it's okay if the meeting gets delayed for a minute because you can hear someone crying, you know, just give your coworker a little bit of space. Yeah, I think that's a really great tip. And usually what we find ourselves doing at Marketing Essentials is if we know someone either has a kid that's homesick or they're going to be flexing their time while they're working remotely, something as simple as sending out like a Slack message or through whatever communication app that you're using within your team, even if it's just email, shooting them an email or a message before you plan to try and call them or reach out. Sometimes something as little as that, those gestures can give them the space they need to, you know, get their kids into a room so that they can work quietly and answer your phone call. Um, And it's just another way to, you know, give them their space and allow them those few extra minutes even to be able to jump on a call with you. Yeah, I think that's great advice, Jenna. Um, okay, so going back, we talked a little bit about getting your your workspace prepped and things like that. Um, if we rewind all the way and think back to when your day is starting and you're going to be working remotely, one thing that a lot of us here at Marketing Essentials have talked about is treating um, the workday at home just like you would treat the workday in the office um, in terms of you getting ready. You know, whether that's taking a shower, putting your makeup on, doing your hair, whatever that looks like for you. Because um, at first it sounds kind of fun, like, oh, I'm working from home. I could just stay in my pajamas all day. Um, let me tell you, it, it's, it's not really the best idea. You start to just feel a little bit like like gross and unproductive when you do that. So whatever that looks like for you, I'm not saying you need to, you don't need to wear a suit. And obviously if you do need to dress um, more formally in the office, it might be a nice change of pace for you to dress a little bit more casually at home. Um, but just taking a little bit of effort to kind of get ready and feel like you are actually going to work in some capacity can make you feel better. And the other thing is um, when you are getting set up and getting ready for the day, take a minute to kind of test out any equipment that you're using. Um, maybe you're using a, a a headset or a microphone or whatever you need to use. Just take a couple minutes to make sure that's all working so that when you go to start your meeting, if you're doing like that stand-up meeting in the morning, um, just take that time to make sure it's all set up that way there aren't problems down the road and you're not hearing your teammates saying, I can't hear you. And then it takes another, you know, five minutes to get that ready. Exactly. That's a quick way to eliminate any waste of time for your teammates and any frustration. I think an important thing to do is establish what that routine is going to look like. So what I mean is, is if you know your kids are at daycare from nine to five, or maybe it's just nine to three, set some very specific times when you plan to be online and working. Because let me tell you, if you have an entire day open, but you only need to get maybe six hours of work in and you just say, okay, I'll just get on when I feel like it, or maybe I'll do a little bit in the evening. It is really easy to not get as much done as you need to. So it's still really good to establish that structure. And if you have kids home and that needs to be a little bit more flexible, maybe it's something as simple as saying, okay, after breakfast and we get our kids' activities done at 10 o'clock, I have dedicated working time from 10 till noon. 
And then I will do lunch with the kids from noon to one or noon to 12.30, however that may look. And then maybe it's from one to four, I'm going to buckle down and have that chunk of time allotted for work. And then if needed, block out another two hours or so in the evenings after the kids will go to bed and try to keep that as consistent as possible because that's what's going to make it mimic your workday a little bit more and make it feel like you're in more of a routine instead of, like Jessica said, not not feeling productive, not feeling like you're getting stuff done that you need to. Yeah, I think those are great tips. And just kind of keeping that schedule, I think, also helps um, from feeling like you need to be online all day because, you know, I think it's important to kind of set like that end time, whatever that looks like for you. You're going to say, okay, at this time, I'm going to wrap up what I'm working on. I'm going to be done for the evening. Mm-hmm. Yep. So another thing that we talked about here, and I think is really important to keep in mind um, with just thinking about all of this that's going on right now. Um, I know it can feel a little uncomfortable or stressful or just weird to be working remotely, especially if you've never done it before um, or if it's not really a policy that your workplace normally has. And I know that working from home isn't really for everybody. Some people just don't like it. Some people would rather be in the office and, and among people, and I think that's totally fine. Um, but I think the best thing to do right now is just kind of keep it in a positive light and think about, you know, I'd rather maybe be in the office right now, but it's good that I, I have work to do. I can stay home. I, I don't have to worry about getting sick or getting anyone else sick. Um, and honestly, if you're someone who really, in, who needs that quiet space and maybe you're a little bit of an introvert, um, working from home can be really beneficial because you do have that quiet space or at least just a space of your own where you can kind of sit down and, and get work done. So however you're kind of feeling about it right now, I hope these tips are will help you feel a little bit better about it and and be productive as you're working from home. Yeah, I think working from home, you might find yourself, you know, more productive than you do in the office sometimes um, because you can just really dial in and zone in without the outside distractions. So take advantage of this time and look at it in a positive light. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so next up in our usual edition of our podcast, this is where we would give you um, some news updates or marketing trends that might be relevant to your business. Um, the biggest one that we're thinking about right now, now is not necessarily the time, depending on what industry you're in. Um, you know, some, some industries are still kind of business as usual right now, but a lot of, of industries have kind of been interrupted with everything that's going on. Um, and now is really a good time just to be helpful and to be there for your clients and customers. You know, ask yourself, what, what can we do right now to make things easier for people, especially if they, you know, have really been hit hard by what's going on. Um, you know, a lot of people could use a smile right now or, or just read something uplifting. Um, so what can your business do to help out people or make things easier for them? For example, one of the things we thought of, um, maybe if you deliver food or you have some kind of delivery option, maybe you would waive that delivery fee. Um, or maybe you want to point customers toward options that they can use online on your website so they don't have to leave their house or come into the office. Um, so don't be afraid to think a little bit creatively and and think about ways that you can really help and support your customers right now. Absolutely. So finally, we're going to move into our listener submission section. And what we are going to encourage you to do is visit us on our page on Instagram. It is mktg underscore essentials and use our AMA bot from Instagram to send us your questions, specifically those you have about working remote, whether you have questions 
more, if you want to have us dive a little bit more deeply into working when kids are at home or significant others, or if you even have questions not related to working remote and you just really think you'd like an answer from us, shoot them our way at our AMA bot on Instagram, and we will be happy to feature them on our next podcast. All right. Thanks, Jenna. Um, So be sure to tune into our next episode. Like I said, we will be going back to kind of our usual format next time, hopefully. But in the meantime, um, stay tuned to our our Facebook and our social media channels to get all the updates and tips that we have um, for what's going on right now. All right. Thanks, Jessica. And thank you all for listening in on Brew Session with Marketing Essentials. Take care. Bye.